Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney. This is Shanae. And how was your weekend? It was fine. I have a busy work week coming up, so I'm just trying to get stuff done. I have mm-hmm. work to do Yeah. now. Oh. So I'll feel better when it's over. Right. Is there a conference or something this mm-hmm. week? Uh, it's two, so ooh. I just want to get through it. Yeah. And then maybe next, well, next weekend is Mother's Day weekend, but maybe I'll have something more exciting then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just not this weekend, guys. <laughs> understood, understood. This weekend, I went to um, Broccoli City Fest. I really only went for Solange. I didn't care about the rest of them, so I really only watched Solange perform. But she was, you know, she was good. Um, she kind of did her same routine that she usually does on TV for most of her songs, but I did enjoy that she sang some of her older songs, like um, Tony. But it was funny because, like, a lot of people only know her for her current music. So, they didn't really know many of her older songs. But I enjoyed it, nevertheless. That was basically my Saturday. And today was, like, brunch and stuff. But, um, yeah, Friday was Cinco de Mayo. I completely forgot Friday was Cinco de Mayo. I did have margaritas. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't want to say I celebrated because, you know, the more woke you get, the more you like... I'm not going to say I'm celebrating because it's like, we don't, the um, traditional way of celebrating isn't really um, respectful. Mm. So it's like, did I take advantage of drink specials on that day? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Right. Well, I say I was celebrating Cinco de Mayo. No. No. I, I agree. I was about to say that how like, so like my CEO, he has like a special margarita ingredient. So like, on Cinco de Mayo, Mar- National Margarita Day, like all those days he makes his little margarita. But it was like, I was slightly conflicted, like you said, because like people in my office like had on sombreros and stuff like that. And I'm and just they like, and if you ask, uh, you know, yeah, they wouldn't like that. Right. And so I was just like, I'm sipping my margarita like, um, <laughs> like, and it's like that point of confliction where it's like, this is the first time that you actually thought about how we celebrate this holiday because last year it was just like oh whatever blah blah and this year it was just like hmm like it was like actually some like reflection on how people are celebrating but like I didn't see many people in some barrels I like two people in my office and I think one person like walking down the street but um that's pretty much and then I did go to a friend single de Mayo party but she does like she has like facts about the holiday and she does this every year she has like facts about the holiday so you know though we may not be celebrating it the right way she does in some kind of way you know pay homage to the actual meaning of the holiday so but i agree with you there is some confliction when celebrating these kind of holidays now it's like hmm am i supposed to be doing this or not but nevertheless what's the media for the week Okay, so um, the Met Gala mm. was last week, yeah, and um, I forgot to look up the theme because I know yeah. there's a theme every year. So yeah. forgive me because I always like to tell people, um, yeah, look that up real quick. Yeah, go ahead, keep <coughs> <Excuse talking. laughs> me. I always like to determine my best dress, worst dress, not just off whether I like it or not, but do I feel like it related to the theme? Because, you know, Met Gala, the clothes are very avant-garde. Mm-hmm. It's not stuff you're going to wear every day. It's going to be different. So it's like I try to, like, get in that mindset when I go, yes, I like it. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so we'll start off while Sydney's still looking up the theme. It's in another language, y'all, so now I gotta look up the meaning. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll just start with Rihanna, right? I don't oh, know what yeah. the theme was, but I liked it. <laughs> I did too. I did and too. And so she won a lot of people's, like, was on everyone's best dress list. Right. But I feel like Rihanna always does well at the Met, mm-hmm. especially the past she few does, years. Yeah. Like, she's always, it's been over the top, but in a way that you just, you, you you mess with it. Right, like right, I right. F with it. Yeah, because I was like, her outfit, whether or not it was a representation of the theme, I thought it was cute. I just thought it, li- I just liked it. I yeah. liked it. Um, My worst dress pick for me is Pharrell's wife. Oh. I did not <laughs> yeah, care for I that. I didn't either. <laughs> I thought and like, that was like, it looked like a costume. I didn't like Solange. Oh. You liked it? No, I didn't see it. Let me see. I didn't like her look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people were talking about her bubble jacket. I was, yeah. a, I was wanting more from her. Mm-hmm. And it just looked like she got one of them coats on. So <laughs> like I it was just winter time. I wasn't vibing. Mm-hmm. And I also did not like Nicki Minaj. I felt like um, it was basic in a sense of she just had on like, you know, like a one piece with extra fabric. And I just was like, I want more Nicki Minaj. Right. I felt you could give us more. Yeah. And so the theme was a designer, basically. That's why I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not about okay, to butcher so it. Okay, so it's just design. And so now looking at some of the clothing that the designer wears, I do think Solange was somewhat of a representation of the designer. No, it may not have been that cute, but I do think... Well, in tech, I mean, everyone is. So then yeah. now it's just down to, I didn't like it. So there we go. <laughs> right. I also didn't care for Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. I yeah, didn't, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't care for it. Yeah. Um, I like Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, I um, love her. Janelle Monae. Um, Elizabeth Kennedy. Lena Dunham. And I don't really like her, but Me. her dress was cute. <laughs> um, I did not like Madonna. Mm-mm. I liked Kara the. De... De... You know I was trying last name. No, I she ain't... was in Chanel. Kara like, Chanel. Gonna, I'm not going to try to butcher. I'm sorry. Pantsuit <laughs> on. Yeah. Super cute. Um, did not like Chrissy Teigen, and I usually like what she's wearing. Me too. And Kim Kardashian was like super basic. Yeah. Um, didn't quite get. I felt like no effort was put into it. Mm-mm. Like, she just chose a designer and was like, oh, that dress is cute. Yep. You know I mean? <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't care. Usually make gals for the bowls. So, looking at the picture of so, what um, Pharrell's wife was going for, still no. Because <laughs> she don't look like that. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if it should have been styled different. But yeah. in the picture I seen, yeah. the picture I saw, I didn't care for it. Mm-mm. But um, one day I'm going to go to that. Yeah. Oh, and Lala. Lala looked oh, amazing. You know what? She looked amazing. She wore rings <laughs> on every finger yes. but the wedding ring. Yeah. So that was like silent shade. Yes. Like I, I loved it so much. And the dress, um, she had like a dress within a dress because mm-hmm. it came to like a shorter version for the party. Yeah. She just looked stunning. She killed it. Her waist was snatched. Yes. Her face was. B, mm. she looked stunning. So and she it's was, like she just looked great. Her, I, I feel her. like she went and told her designer, like, I'm going through divorce. I need to look banging. And they was like, got you. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, that's what it looked like to me. Speaking like, of them, I really hope 
they can fix it though. I know. Cause like sometimes, you know, at this point everyone's on their profile, so like he likes her pics, mm-hmm. he comments on mm-hmm. and it makes me hope that maybe they can work things out. That's a big pill to swallow on Lala's in. Yeah. So I respect that she's like, No. Yeah. However, I hope that if they can Get to do some counseling. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not married. I don't know if I could be like, yep <laughs> or no. So, yeah. hopefully they can figure things out. Yeah. Anyway, new couple alert. Remember Julissa? Yes. I love She's her. She's dating Maxwell. And I thought, oh, oh that's okay. different. That's okay. interesting. I didn't. How did that even happen? But I don't okay. Know, but I just saw that. And they're dating. Okay. And yeah. So then another story is that. As we know, Chris Rock is divorced. Yes. He's been married for Which I was over two decades. About. Yeah. And part of it is he said he did cheat. Mm-hmm. He wasn't right. Yeah, he was all, They're he's saying very honest. They're yeah. the story is allegedly saying that he dated, well, cheated with, with Kerry Washington. And it happened on the set of that movie. Dang. So, I, we don't know if that's true, but Ouch. they're saying it. They say... You know, hey, how you going cheat on a movie called I Think I Love My Life? Has been buzzing in Hollywood for years, mm. but you know. Mm, well, I mean, Carrie have moved on. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, technically they both have, you know, it's yeah. a rumor. Yeah. So I just wondered if that was true. Oh. Who knows? Yeah, because it could be, could not. Yeah, that's very I don't true. know. Because he um he did an interview on Breakfast Club this week, and he was talking about how like even though he's divorced, he's very much you know a dad because um. His daughter plays against one of DJ Envy's daughters yeah, in basketball. And so, like, he was yelling at him at the game. And I was like, well, you know, I still, you know, regardless of the divorce, I think it's so cute when, like, celebrity parents are, like, that engaged in their children's lives that they're, like, yelling at a kid's basketball game. Like, I thought that was cute. But, because uh, I, I felt like they were such a good couple. And, like, they did movies together and things like that. But... Hey, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. So next is Miley Cyrus. This um, (laughs) personally, have never been a fan. You know that (laughs) we like. I'm not a fan, but Shanae is like the opposite of a fan. I've never been a fan. (laughs) She's like loathes her. I ain't gonna say I loathe her. I'm not gonna say that. Let me just say, after party in the USA, (laughs) that was it for me. That was it for me personally. (laughs) So we know the past few years, you know she she it was um she switched from Hannah Montana. Like, she wore me. She was Miley, and mm-hmm. you know, but then she kind of switched again, mm-hmm. and it was like a phase she was going through, very into hip hop culture. Yeah, some would say she's a culture vulture. Yes, and now she's on the other side mm-hmm. where she talked about how like you know she said some comments about how she don't listen to hip hop anymore. Yeah. It's so, you know, it could be very derogatory, yada, yada. She likes Kendrick. She's looking for a certain type of that. Yeah. You know, she's not smoking weed anymore. So she's, like, cleaning up. Mm-hmm. And people are, like, bashing her because it's, like, in the midst of you changing, and that's fine, you don't, like, dismiss this culture or this, like, yeah, well, kind of, like, this culture, this era. Right. Because you were trying to get in it. You were trying to profit off of it. Mm-hmm. People was, like... It didn't work, right. and so now you're switching back, and you're trying to denounce it in the process. So right. people wasn't here right, for her. Right, right. She made a statement apologizing, saying that, you know, the magazine focuses on one element of what she said. Um, she says, 
she's expanding her personality and musically graph towards more uplifting conscious rap. As I get older, I understand the effect music has on the world. And seeing where we are today, I feel the younger generation needs to hear more positive, powerful lyrics. Now, nothing wrong with that. But when you say stuff like that, and then I look at the way you represent yourself sometimes Mm -hmm. with your language, your whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like you can't really say that. I just feel like just chop it up. And I think sometimes, shush. Yes. And she would have been better just being quiet. celebrities too. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need to say too much. I feel like you get yourself in more stuff. Yep. She could have just said, you know, moving forward, I'm into some new stuff, still love it, but, you know, I'm just expanding, going somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't need to go in the nitty gritty because now right. you're apologizing. No one believes you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just this thing. Yeah. Because she tried to coin the twerk. And I'm like, girl, bye. But it's just like, she did all of these things, got all of this attention for doing all of these things, and then now she's like, oh, no, I don't support that anymore. Girl, just, right, just, just say that you're growing and you're changing. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. You, like, it wasn't necessary to go in depth. It could right. be like, I'm changing. want to go this album, you know, musically. Yeah. Um, I was having some fun and just, you know, right. seeing how I like things. Just right. let it rock. Exactly. There's no need to go too any in-depth. further. Right, right, right. So, my last story is just an update with the Chris Brown Karuchi stuff. So, we know for like a while mm-hmm. they've been trying to serve him. And allegedly, um, he was served at his birthday party. Yeah, which is so um, petty. <laughs> but I have more after that. Actually, just before we started recording, mm-hmm. she was she's reportedly ready to testify. Um, she's saying that he did abuse her, which I'm going to say pause. A couple years ago when she did her special, mm-hmm. she said he did not ever touch her. Right. So let's just, okay, okay. <laughs> and so now he's saying... Now she's saying that there were threats and he did physically harm her. Right. And says to say that Karuchi's motivation is to inspire other women in similar situations to confront those who may have attacked them. The alleged abuse against Karuchi happened a few years ago, but she has built up confidence to put everything to an end. So, this is when I get a little annoyed. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess my thought is... Clearly, during your special, you were still kicking it with him. Yes, and I was so about to say I'm that's like, exactly right. what I so think it was. So if he really did abuse you, you lied. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now y'all broke up. Y'all been broken up for years, mm-hmm. and to come out with it now and try to sue him and take him to court. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like you got to do what you got to do if it is true. Mm-hmm. But she has to understand that it doesn't look good. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Well, I agree with you when it doesn't look good, but. I just don't know, you know, if it actually happened, I'm trying to put my thought, my head in her mindset, like, at the time, clearly, she was still effing with him, and so I think that's why she was trying to say all of these good things about how, you know, their relationship went at the time, and so now it's like, I feel like maybe she's gone through, you know, whatever she needed to go through with herself, and she's like, okay, now this is what really happened, but I think... It wouldn't look as bad if she was like, all right, when I did the special, y'all, I was lying. Like, I feel like if she just said that, it would be like, all right, now we understand. Because a lot of people are like, well, you said this then, and now you're saying this now. And so people are, like, confused, like, so what's the F truth? Well, no, she can't come out and say she's lying because then oh, you go to court. And yeah, she can, I mean, his, that would look bad for his her. His lawyer would be like, how do we know you're not lying now? That's true. Because that would be my defense. That's true. My thing is, when he hit you years ago, do you have... Doctors 
and pictures and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Did you document that even if you weren't ready to go forward? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, to bring up something years ago and not have fat, bring up even like the Bill Cosby type stuff. I was, you gotta have I was just thinking it. If you're gonna take a minute and come back and say whatever, I don't know. Because that's what I was literally I thinking about with Bill Cosby not. with, um, clearly, you know, all them women waited. Right. Clearly, he has had a past, mm-hmm. but clearly, he is also an easy target. That's true. So, on both sides, it's like, who knows? Mm-hmm. They know. Yeah. And they'll figure that out. Yeah. But then, literally, like, 20 minutes ago, Chris Brown um, does a comment. First of all, saying that he was not serving on his birthday. Like, he said oh. that wasn't true. Like, oh, he that said, was I'm okay. so sick of these thirsty adults. Jacob has the obsession. Her team is trying their best for what? No one has served me in the lengths they are going to. I should call them stalkers. What's even more effed up is that they played off my past by saying I abuse her. Come on now. Opening on wounds to make Kate a victim. That's some evil stuff. Evil shish. Sad part, y'all won't believe it. Leave her alone, provoking me this fast so that they can have an opportunity. Notice this shish happens when they need to promote something. Mm. Now, mm. when he said that, I That's said, hey, true. she is promoting her new show that teen, on TNT, the yeah. Claws thing. Yeah. I, first of all, I still don't know what's true. I don't know. I ain't on right. the side. I don't right. know what's true, but right. touche. <laughs> um... No one cares, especially me. That's why I'm being slandered. Nobody will care about them if my name isn't involved. Right. I want nothing to do with her. You think I want to chase or still be with someone who would try to destroy me? She doesn't need a restraining order from them. I need one from her. And I will not just accept papers from any lawyer. And I will not go to court to admit guilt until to further char- charnish, tarnish who I am. I pled guilty in the Rihanna case because I was. I refuse mm. to allow the evil-hearted people to label me and lie because they think it will skyrocket their career. Just stay away from me. Now, when I heard that, it's like I'm not on nobody's side because you still don't know the truth. But right. like, he put the truth to say that he admitted to that because he did it. Yeah. So I just because I mean, I even know, with the Rihanna situation, he did turn himself in. Like, and he could have not. He could have been like, she lied. Right, you know? right, right. So I don't know where this is passed out, but I will say. Um, I feel like if, if there was some harm, he felt like she was stalking, you know, you would have did the restraining order. And I'm mm. not, I'm not, I'm not sure if she did one. I know she attempted. Yeah. So then after <laughs> that, to take him to court, what happens in court? Mm-hmm. I guess my thought is, what is your goal now? Right. Because if you want a restraining order, you don't have to go to court to get a restraining order. Mm-hmm. So taking him to court. Are you looking for him to go to jail? Are you looking to for him to pay you something? Mm-hmm. I, that's just what I'm... I don't, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people testify, they're looking for their person to like pay. Right. They're probably not just physically like go to jail. Right. So it's like, are you looking for that? And if that's the case, because it's years ago, she's just going to have to have really great proof. Yeah. If it happened, she needs to have like... Some documentation of yeah. it. This is gonna be interesting because, like you said, I'm trying not to be biased because I, I to. have typically been a Chris Brown fan. I am too, and so I'm trying not to be biased in this situation Me because too. it could. It's hard. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, yeah, he had a point. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it could be true. He could have hit her, but some of the things that he's saying is true. Like, yes, he did turn himself in with Rihanna, and so I do think. And even yeah, though she is promoting something heavy right now, right? And it's like even though 
no, I'm sure he don't want that. Like, he doesn't need one more thing against him right Absolutely. Now. And so, of course, I feel like he would try to avoid, you know, any negative press. But I do think, though Chris Brown has, you know, t- making some bad decisions in his, like, life, I do think that he would have admitted to it. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? We'll see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. I will always update. I think um, at this, I don't know, I guess I just feel like they've been partnered for a while now. So it's like, what is, what is this? And he could be really threatening her to take us. I don't know. Because, like, I their relationship, know. and this is why I do somewhat, I, I do want to believe it, because their relationship was crazy. Like, they was always posting stuff back and forth on Instagram. Like, they were, you know, not, it was a volatile relationship. And so it's like, can I believe it? Yeah. Sure. Right, <laughs> like, and obviously, he's done it in his past. Mm-hmm. So you could believe he did touch her. Yeah. But I also know his frustration of that always being brought up from his past because he does feel like, in a way, he's moved past it. So. We'll see how this pans yeah, out. Yeah, I'm just not going to pick a side. I, I'm not picking a side. I feel like even when I'm speaking, I'm picking a side. And I don't want to. I right. really don't because right. I don't know what happened. Right. I do like Chris Brown, and I've always wanted him to, like, rise above any of this. Yeah. And my biggest issue sometimes is that, like, he writes comments. It's like, sometimes I want to be like, just be quiet. He, like, his, just whoever let his PR your is, representation speak for you. Like, probably hates I him. want him to just sometimes, because I want him to be, I want him to win. I want mm-hmm. him to, like, and Come that's just above. That. I'm a yeah. fan of both Chris Brown and Rihanna. Yeah. I was a huge Kriana lover. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So I want him to be well mm-hmm. and just like don't be involved. Right. Like, I really want him to be like just. Yeah, I just want him to be music, a successful like, artist. That's what I'm saying. Like, but be it a just good seems father, like, like his just stay out of it. Yeah, his music has not been the focus in the latter, yeah. in the most recent years. His music has, just hasn't been the focus. He's been making good music, but it's just, it hasn't been the focus. And so it's just like, golly, like. Come on, let's get it together. But I guess we'll see what the truth is if we ever find out the truth. And, and we probably won't. I mean, right. I mean, if it goes to court, you'll know what happened in court. Yeah, because it's open. But right. only people know the truth are them too, and the Lord. Amen. <laughs> you right. You right. Right. So that was it. All right. So we're gonna um go to our listener question. It was a would you rather this week. So it says, would you rather have your parents walk in on you having a threesome or accidentally bite your cheek every time you eat for a year. Um, so we had a good amount of com- of responses this week. Um, so Ryan M. Stowe said, accidentally bite my cheek. Um, y'all ain't say how hard. So I'm just going to assume it's like a small bite. One that's only mildly annoying. So here's the thing. I'm, we're going to start being more specific. We do because everybody. Um, like little sly ways to get away with it <laughs> right no like that's not we're gonna have to start being specific i'm gonna start we're gonna have it and then on the catch is we gotta say, put more specific details this is what we mean by bite and this is what <laughs> we mean by this because you guys are trying to like ease out of the question yes 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 so no um so bell script devoe said cheek biting lasts a year Mama, that's seen you ride a six-legged horse last forever. 
Then um, Ryan M. still responded, but on second thought, this might be about the only way I get a threesome these days, so it might be worth it. Um, then Belsker and DeVoe said, I don't know, man. The freaks come out at night, ask, and you shall receive. Pray on it, brother. I'm, I'm not going to advise that you pray on a threesome. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, so Glenn and her pod um, says, parents walking in on having a threesome. That's what she chose. That biting cheek-ish is a real problem out here. Um, then black girls learn languages said accidentally bite my cheek. It's mad annoying, but I probably won't eat as much and will lose weight. Way better than having my parents walk in on something and think I'm a whore the rest of our lives. Well, you're not a whore if you do a threesome. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I'll say that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Delilah Shantae said, I can't see myself having a threesome, so I doubt the parents walking in thing would happen. But biting your cheek every time you eat seems like it could be detrimental to your health and painful. So I'd rather my mom just walk in on me by accident. I mean, I'm grown and have my own place anyway, so this probability is low. Um, Once again, we put way too much logic into it. Y'all just gotta answer the question. (laughs) Um, Nadia underscore rising said, parents and threesome. Call me crazy, but I have an amazingly close and mutually respectful relationship with my mom. She understands that her kids are now adults and we have very real combos. While that situation would be incredibly awkward and cringeworthy for a week or so after, we would quickly move past it. A year of cheek biting? Nope. That's more painful and longer. So, I mean, for the last one, I did. I'm like, that's good that you have that relationship with your mom because... I don't <laughs> like, and, like I do right so mm-hmm. like but it says parents so putting my father in the mix is different right right it's right weird yeah if it was just my mom like it would be awkward mm-hmm. but it is something we could laugh and like let it whatever my father I don't know like mm. I know like this sounds weird and I'm gonna say it it's like my mother knows my mother's my mom and she's my friend so I'm her daughter but she knows I'm an adult and I'm a sexual being mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. my father I'm his daughter period right, right. there is no other way they don't look at you any other way you, you're right I'm an adult but not really I'm <laughs> his daughter so it's like he that's not even where his mind is gonna go so mm-hmm. I don't know his reaction to seeing that mm-hmm. but my mother I know we could get past it with her like ah what was that crazy <laughs> so you would choose that the threesome yeah one. i don't want to bite my cheek i mean i don't i don't think i've ever bitten my cheek before i do that ish i've all bit all my, the time I've so bit my annoying tongue before and that hurts like heck mm-hmm. i've never even bit my cheek so mm-hmm. i'm not really sure but it's similar to biting your tongue I'm really it's very similar but I Unless would, you just drink soup for a year. <laughs> i would definitely pick biting my cheek i don't have that kind of relationship with my parents you know yeah, no. They probably still think I'm a virgin, to be completely a hundred percent honest. And, and you know what I like to think? I like to think they don't think that. I think your parents are smarter than that. Well, they ain't gonna never come out and talk to you about it. We're not gonna until I'm like pregnant it. or something. But I, I, I think that they could be like, that's probably a possibility. I don't believe they're like, sure. I just, I don't. I don't. I think they. I think they know that that could be a possibility. Well, I'm still gonna pick biting my cheek just because I'd rather not have that awkward moment with my parents. I'll just pass on that. So I'm just gonna bite my cheek. You know, every time I eat for a year, it will be more than mildly annoying, very annoying. But I'll just go with it for a year. 
All right, so this week we had a good amount of listener questions. Um, so we're going to cover all of our listener questions first um, before we kind of get into the topic. So one listener question was, if you see a transsexual person on a dating site and they admit that they are transsexual and you're still attracted to the way they look, does that make you gay? And then they had a second question, does having sex with them make you gay? So can we define a transsexual before we begin? So they didn't define it, but you know I'm going to take the liberty of defining it. So I'm going to say someone that's post-surgery, you know, they've had everything. I, I thought that was transgender. Gender, was See, and that's why I asked that because... Well, they just said trans. They didn't even say transsexual. All right. They just so said trans. Quick, so what I thought, mm-hmm. and so... Because I want to be correct about it. Yeah. I thought transgendered is when they had the surgery. So, like, Caitlyn yes. is transgendered. You're she right. had the full surgery. I thought transsexual was where maybe they got the top, not the bottom. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know what I mean? So Wait, Caitlyn got both? Um, I didn't know. That she, she recently uh, had the know. full okay. surgery. So... She has a vagina. Oh, I never knew. So, okay. I'm just trying to figure out. Um, okay, so they're saying, I guess transgender is what they identify as. Mm-hmm. And then trans, the transsexual. Okay, being transgender means you identify with the gender assigned to you. Means you do not identify with the gender assigned to you at right. birth. right. Or do not express your gender in the conventional way. Right. Okay. Transsexual people, on the other hand, don't just feel disconnected with the gen- with the gender they were assigned at birth, but with their assigned sex as well. While most transgender people may feel perfectly at home in the body genetics that they got, a transsexual person may seek to change their body through medical... Okay. Okay. So a so, transsexual person would be someone that wants to change their actual... Body, right. whereas a gen- transgender person, they just identify as a different gender, but they may not actually change their body. So they gave an example. They mm-hmm. said a transgendered woman could be someone born male who dresses as a woman, right. lives like a woman, but doesn't change right. Right. the body right. parts. A transsexual woman can be a, someone born male who wishes to have both the appearance of the woman and the body of the female. So the so, question in the question, they just, just said, said trans. trans. So, but would... Being transgender versus transsexual change your answer. Yes. Okay. Because I feel like if because some trans women mm-hmm. look like women. Yeah. So if you didn't know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You'd yeah. be like, "Oh, she's cute." Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So the fact that the person's putting it out there, I respect that the honesty mm-hmm. to just say, "Look, this is how I am." Right. But their features are feminine, mm-hmm. so like, and so it's like, why wouldn't you be attracted? So to I them? get it. It's right. not, and it's not their male. You know, they put Appearance. effort. They may have taken hormones or yeah. they make wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I think it gets different when if they're just transgender, where they have like. They they have the appearance of a woman, but they still have the male parts. Because mm-hmm. then I feel like that can get tricky. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it makes you gay. Because first of all, 
You know how you gay when you say you gay? I don't think you, you determine like, that. I, I cannot determine right and so that's gay or not that's what my first thought was when i looked at the question well i'm like well are you gay you you gay right you like men exactly you determine that i can't determine that for you so that's number one yes a guy okay so that's the number one we can't determine that for you you have to determine whether or not when you get to having sex with a transsexual um and they have like a male part uh that's when it gets a little I think it could be kind of gay-ish because mm-hmm. it's like if you're taking excuse me I'm being just frank if he the guy who's dating the trans person mm-hmm. is taking it up the rear hey I, <laughs> I mean I don't know they could be bi okay but yeah. he's not he's not identified as bi no he he identifies as a heterosexual so that's man. different now right. if he wants to say he bi right he didn't ask that he right. said does that Am mean I gay? gay right that's you know right so maybe he would be by then. Right. But, uh, but then, this is my thing, because they didn't specify if they meant transgender or transsexual, if they are attracted to someone with, you know, the... the full surgery. Right. And they have sex with them. I would say no, because they presented mm-hmm. a woman. Right. No, they don't have the uterus. In, well, yeah, they don't have the uterus mm-hmm. or the eggs. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, your penis went to a vagina. Exactly. I mean, it was man-made, but it was a vagina. Vagina, nevertheless, you, right. They had breasts. Right, right, right. I agree with you on that. I don't I mean. think that makes you gay, because, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that helps. Right. So it's like Is this a hypothetical? I don't I don't know. To be Ooh. honest, I have no I mean clue. That's something to think about. I think I I've, I've I've read stories of like heterosexual men ending up with a, a trans, you know, sexual woman. Mhm. But I feel like what was presented was a feminine like a, a woman, woman. Yeah. Woman. Yeah. They present themselves as such and mm-hmm. if they have the organs to match I don't think that makes you gay because in their mind, they're a woman. Right. Exactly. They want the surgery and they want to be viewed as a woman. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say that's gay. Right. I just say you're dating a transsexual. Right. Or a woman. Whatever. I think, you know who you should ask? The person. I agree with you. I agree. Like, what do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you should ask the person that you could potentially be intimate with. Yeah, and I, I think they could give you clarity. I agree. And that's like, sometimes, because, you know, most of the time when we get listener questions, we do actually know who it's from, but we just don't tell y'all. But this time, I really don't know who it's from. Oh, you don't? No, I literally don't know who it's from this time. Um, and so, I hate to, like, put the question back on them, but I do think it's for them and the other person to determine. I think... Like you have to figure that out, and it does determine. It does depend if they're transgender versus transsexual. Like there's a lot of, you know, questions that we want to ask this anonymous person because um, it's like, have you ever been with someone of the opposite sex before? Like I don't know because I'm assuming they're a heterosexual man asking this question. Well, you would have to because if you're bi, I don't really feel like you, you would ask this it. question. Me either. I don't feel like you would just go with it, and I right. feel like ask the person because she if she says, "Well, no, I'm a woman." Yeah. Then I guess I feel like that clears it up. Exactly. But I feel like if you're questioning it, maybe you have some inner doubts mm-hmm. or curiosity. Maybe mm-hmm. figure that out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. All right, so we have some more listener questions. One moment while I pull them up. 
Okay. Um, so it was like kind of a statement than a question, so I'll read the statement first. I don't understand why guys only equate my worth with what's in between my legs. So my question is, why do you feel like men think it's okay to ask a woman, can he come over to her place versus trying to meet her somewhere to go on a date? Okay, so this is why I'm going to add, and I may have said this on past episodes. Mm -hmm. First of all, if a, do all men equate what's between a woman's legs? No. Um, do a lot of them? Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but a big part of that to counteract that, you teach people how to treat you. Mm -hmm. So, um, why do guys think it's okay? Because they've done it and it's been okay. Right. right. So, my thing is, when you're moving to show a, a man who you are mm -hmm. and say, I'm a different type of chick, mm -hmm. you let him know. So, it's, oh, can I come over? No, we can go out. Right. Oh, you want to come over? No, we can go out. Right. Now, I'm going to say this right now. It's not easy being that different chick, mm -hmm. right? You, it's going to be harder. I'm being frank to find someone. It is. I don't care what nobody say. It is harder to have higher standards. Oh yeah. Point definitely. blank in the period. Oh yeah. So if you're saying I'm more than what's between my legs, I want to be treated as such, present yourself as such and demand it. Mm -hmm. And if that means. Set those limits from day one. So if that means. You don't date as often because there's a lot more trash than gold. <laughs> then so be it. I mm -hmm. mean, I think you teach people how to treat you. So the first time somebody hits you with some, you want to come over and you feel like y'all not at that place where it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. Or you know for a fact that you feel like this could lead towards, you know, sex and you're not interested in that. Right. You say no. Right. I and you, you don't have to be like abrasive with it either. Be like, oh, I'd rather go out. Let's, you know, let's get a drink. Let's see a movie. Right. Or you could be even franker, like something I would do. And mm -hmm. be like, no, yeah. that's not where we at. Where I want to be hanging out at your house, or I want you at my house. Right. You got to go that. You know, I'm extreme. You don't have to be like me, but <laughs> it's a nice way you to say. It. I think you teach people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. I think when you're um, a woman who wants to. Just to have more standards, more criteria, it's harder. But in the end, I find that it's probably worth it if you feel that this is the path you want to go down. Right. And so, kind of piggybacking, piggybacking off of that, their second question was, how can women vet through men properly to meet quality men that want to get to know you instead of just trying to only have sex with you without knowing anything about you? I think that relates to the first one again. Mm -hmm. I think it's about teaching someone how to treat you. Also, I think for ladies, sometimes maybe we need to just switch up the way we meet men. And not saying like it's easy to meet men or guys. I'm sure it's difficult. I mean, I find it difficult. Right. But maybe we don't, for example, like maybe you don't try to find your guy movies, right? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with it. And you could, I'm not saying you can't, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like right. it could also be the environment. Now don't get it twisted. They're trash doctors and lawyers too. <laughs> so I'm not saying that, right. but I think one tip is to switch up your environment in which you've been previously dating. Mm -hmm. And I also think, um, to be just very intentional in the beginning. Right. So that means you may have to walk away from a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But I think that's how you do it. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Okay. You have to set your limits. So they also sent some screenshots, which I feel like starts kind of another conversation. 
But I'm going to read, I'm not going to read all of the messages, um, but I am going to read some of the messages to kind of give y'all a feel of what they're talking about and how they set their intention and how they vet men. Um, so this is a guy speaking first. I'll make sure that y'all know who's speaking first and who's speaking second. So, um, guy, how was your first day of freedom? It's been amazing. A little shopping, nail salon, and eyebrow studded. The life I've missed so much. Welcome back to life. How was your day? Um, busy but good. Not complaining. This is female. The woman, I'm sorry. Um, question for you. What's your intentions in communicating with me? Guy, I think, man, I think you're good. You're cool and getting. You can say guy. Is guy not a good word? Now? Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. Because <laughs> I hate saying like woman and guy. I like to say, if I'm going to say woman, I like to say man. Oh, Lord. I don't Lord. know. <laughs> man, I think you're cool. I'm getting to know you. What's What are you looking for? Woman, I'm honestly looking for a committed relationship. Man, cool. I'm not looking for that now. Woman, okay. Man, just because I'm not looking for it doesn't mean that once we get to know each other that I won't be at that time. I'm not against being in a relationship, but I just don't like rushing. Woman, yeah, but I'm not trying to make someone be in a relationship without with me that's crazy. And I wouldn't dare rush a relationship. I just know what I want right now. So just texting someone is not on my agenda. But you can send me your email so we can definitely connect. I thought that she kind of jumped the gun on being intentional because the caption is that they only met a week ago. And so it's like she's trying to cut him off now only after a week because he doesn't want to be in a relationship right now. But he did make it clear that, you know, he could want to be in a relationship down the line, but he don't even know this girl. It's only been a week. Um, But her thing is, oh, no, if you don't run a relationship, we don't need to communicate basically. well no we don't need to text we can email that was her response basically what are your thoughts I pr- first of all i think intentional conversations like mm-hmm. that happen person right you don't do what's your intentions over a text mm-hmm. right that's number one right two i do think if they've only been for a week it is jumping the gun mm-hmm. however the fact that he said i'm not looking for a relationship for me, if I'm looking for one, that would have been a flag. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have been so, well, we ain't going to talk no more. Right. I think for him to come back and say, I mean, that doesn't mean in the future, that could be a tough spot. Because yeah. it's like, I'm not going to invest with so much, though. Yeah. So, like, I get that it was soon. Mm-hmm. And I once again, you don't have these conversations over text. Right, right, right. But I also feel like I understand her mm-hmm. to the sense of saying well i mean i'm never gonna say well, we can email <laughs> that was so be, weird to me my thought would be all right and in my mind it would be you could be put on my rolodex right now while i date other guys as well because mm-hmm. you're not trying to connect like that so right. i'm not gonna put in but so much effort right. that would be my mo right and i think i would do the same like if i was the woman and i was looking for a relationship Okay, I would just fall back. Well, not like completely fall I back, but fall I would fall back. But like, you're in my rolodex, so we can go out and hang right. out. But I'm going to see other people, and right. if I find someone who's more intentional, I'm gonna drop you and, and they go gonna somewhere else. Agree. You didn't really want it anyway, so right. Right. I wouldn't think your feelings would. Be but hurt. I think she like, I think she like, cut him off completely too soon. Like switching, like oh, we could just email. I'm like, well, that thing, girl, like. 
I feel like that was I feel like that was like a too soon thing to me because it's only been a week. Like if someone if I met somebody a week ago and they asked me if I was looking to be in a relationship, I might be like, mm, oh huh. Like I just met you a week ago. What you mean? Well, I don't necessarily think she meant. Are you looking to be in a relationship with me? It's yeah. Just, what are you looking for? Because I feel like I can meet someone and we vibed, and he said, "So what are you looking for in your you know relationship department?" And I would say, "I'm looking for a relationship." I wouldn't equate that means with him. Right. I but agree. We're just with you. talking. I, I feel like was very aggressive to be like, oh, well, you can just email me. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> but if she's has a goal in mind, I don't knock it. I think the delivery could have been done differently. differently. But mm-hmm. I don't knock it because she's could have been in situations like that before where it's like she was with someone who's like, well, I don't really want it, but I mean, I'm not a, pu-. you know, that's just. And I mean? see that. I just think a week you don't know is her history. too soon to do that because to me, if I meet you and I, we don't know where they met. But if I meet you out, you know, on a Friday night and at a bar or something, I give you my number and a week later, I don't I may not have been looking for anything. I, I don't agree. He may not, but right. she is. And right. she has a right to ask. I wouldn't have done it over text. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying we don't know because my thing is I don't know her age or whatever. Right. We she had a certain more like where no, why am I going to waste my time with someone? For a possibility of something, mm-hmm. then date someone who is looking for a relationship. If me and him didn't work out, fine. But I was with someone who had the same goals in mind. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. And I see what you're saying. My thought is just that it. Uh, I don't even know if they've been on a date yet, one on one. They may not have even spent time together one on one. And I'm just saying, like, even if they have, she has a right to. Like I said, in person, mm-hmm. you, when you do it in person, you do it casually. That's what I'm saying. It's about your delivery. You can't do it over text. But even if they've only had a date, and she's like, so what are you looking for? Where but see, I don't date? even think they've been on a date. That's what I'm saying. From my ver- my my view of this message doesn't even seem like they've been on a date at all. They He said they met a week ago. Not they went out a week ago. They met a week ago. So to me, it's like... They ain't even been out one on one yet. I don't know you. Like I still don't think. I still think she had it right. I would have done it in person. Mm-hmm. So I would have had that conversation. Or the first date. If I felt like it was important to me, yes. Mm-hmm. Why waste each other's time? Right. And once again, it's delivery. So you don't say, "Well, you know, what are your intentions? What are you looking for?" You know what I mean. You say it in a more casual way, relaxed, mm-hmm. and by his answers, you maneuver your activity. So once again. And we went out on a date, mm-hmm. and I asked that. He said, well, I mean, I'm not necessarily looking for that, you know, but we can get to know each other. And I would probably probably say, well, I didn't necessarily say we both be boyfriend girlfriend. I'm just meaning, like, in the grand scheme of things, are you dating a date? Are you dating with for a relationship? I would have did it like that. Right. I would have corrected him first. Yeah. Then he, then he might have would have said the same thing. I'm not looking for a girlfriend, but, I mean, I'm not opposed if I meet the right person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if... At that moment, I still didn't like it. We could still vibe, mm-hmm. but I know that like you're tier two, right? So like we can kick it, but I'm not gonna put but so much into it because mm-hmm. you're just trying to kick it, so we can kick it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with asking. I think it depends on how you ask it and how you phrase it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like for him to be like, well, I mean, I just met her. She may not necessarily like you gonna be my man. So you, it <laughs> right. could have just been, are you dating to date? Mm-hmm. Are you dating with maybe trying to find a girlfriend? I think that's an okay question. I just think don't do it over text. And you have to deliver it where it's not like 
Cause dang, switching the email like I don't I even. I thought that was aggressive. Like, I was like, okay, switch. <laughs> like, I'm like you better off just saying, oh, okay, cool, and just don't answer his text no more. Cause I even mean, when like my friends email me, unless I'm like at work, I'll probably start that issue and come back to it later. Like I don't respond to emails like I respond to text messages. So I was like, switch the email, sheesh. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have <laughs> did all that. I'd be like, oh, okay, good to know. Right. And I would have changed the subject. And right. Maybe in my mind, I would have been like. This ain't gonna go that far, but mm-hmm. he's cool. Right. Like I wouldn't have, you know what I mean? Cut it off, cause I feel like that's a cut off at the moment. It, like. it is, cause it's like <laughs> he's not going to email me. <laughs> right. And so it's I wouldn't done. even respond to that message. Like, are you really asking for my email right now? <laughs> like, mm, no, so. thank you, but goodbye. But thank you guys for sending in the listener questions. We always love you guys. Questions will always give you know what we can give from our input and our advice. Um, so just continue to send them in. I think it's more interesting, honestly, when they are completely anonymous because we don't have any bias on any of the questions no, today because we literally don't know. Questions, yeah, <laughs> we literally don't know anything about these people's lives. So you guys that are listening, always send send us. I said send. Send us your um questions. You can send them anonymously. Our email is goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. So if you want us to give our advice on a particular situation or even if you have like a hypothetical situation or if you want to email it for a friend because the friend doesn't want us to know that it's them you know just send it in that's fine with us so our topic for the day is forgiveness so so like it's, it, and i don't feel like this is like a long discussion yeah because we had so many listener questions that we just but yeah. I you know church this morning was really great talked about the journey of forgiveness mm-hmm. and I feel like whether you're religious or not mm-hmm. forgiveness is good mm-hmm. but for me hearing it from a biblical standpoint and some of the ways that you know we need to practice forget practice forgiveness mm-hmm. um really struck a chord because that's something that I've struggled with in the past I've gotten better but I still have my days mm-hmm. and so it's just more of a it made me think, mm-hmm. you know, how do you forgive? And I'm not talking about dumb stuff. Because right. I feel like, you know, people get on my nerves. And genuine, and most of the time, like, I'm annoyed for a moment. Mm-hmm. I can be annoyed even for up to 24 hours knowing me. <laughs> but I won't always, like, I won't keep picking at you in my annoyance. You know right, what I mean? Right, so right. it's like, I'm annoyed, but whatever. I know it will fade. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about forgiveness when you've been, like, really hurt. Mm-hmm. When someone has, like, wounded you. Mm-hmm. How do you forgive? What are the ways or practices? Not, not practices? Uh, no. Not, not practices, that. yeah. What are ways you forgive? What are some of the things you do to help you move forward? Mm-hmm. So for me... I think I the difference in how I forgive people comes with their intention and how they made, messed up. Because, you know, sometimes people purposefully, you know, be like, oh, F you, I'm going to do whatever. And then sometimes people do actually make mistakes where that was not their intention. So usually when I'm forgiving someone, it's kind of like, do I really feel like they did this on purpose or do I feel like, this was a legitimate mistake. Do I, I don't think they'll do it again. You know, I think my level, well, how quick I am to forgive, rather, is based off of that. Um, so, usually it's like, if someone tells me they messed up, all right, give me all the details now. You know, like, just tell me everything you did now so then I can determine whether or not I'm willing 
to forgive you now and move past it. That's pretty much how I am because it's like, if you're still hiding some of what you did, then no, I'm not about to forgive you because you're not even being honest about how you messed up. You see what I'm saying? Well, I felt like that was very... Specific? Yeah, so I guess I'm thinking like, so what if it, it wasn't like a... Was it even? Was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, what if it wasn't like a situation where they're coming to confess? Mm-hmm. What if y'all were just y'all were getting heated and then like some they say some low down dirty stank stuff that you never say comes out. Then what? <laughs> I think in that situation, their intention is to hurt you. Their intention is not to end the argument or resolve the argument so i think in that situation their intent is to hurt you so yes i'm gonna take longer to forgive you in that situation and so that's why i feel like it determined my my level of how quick i'm gonna forgive you is determined of do i feel like you were intentionally trying to hurt me and so in that situation if you if we're arguing and you say something like you know you wouldn't you should never say like you know, me and Shanae, we know everything about each other, basically. And so, if you say something that it's like, we was, you know, we was never supposed to bring that up ever again in life, then it's like, I know for a fact, you was trying to hurt me. You wasn't trying to have us resolve whatever we was arguing about. You were literally trying to hurt me. So, no, I'm going to take a while to forgive you because you were trying to hurt me. Okay. But how? How do I forgive you? So, in the... It, and that's just which I'm probably going to cut you off for a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. When I feel like someone was intentionally trying to hurt me, I'm like, all right, let me take a step back. Because I'm going to, you know, reassess my life and my friendships, my relationships with you or whatever. To make sure, like, do I really value you? Because if you're trying to hurt me, do I really need you in my life? So I'm going to take a step back, probably cut you off for a little bit. And kind of assess our relationship and assess how much my life would be better or worse without you in it. That's pretty much what I did. And then after the cutoff period, then we're going to talk about what you said to hurt me. Because I'm so like, we're going to talk about this ish because it's like, now you know that would have hurt me and you said it anyway. And so I need to ask you like, why would you say that? Because I was mad. That's not... No. <laughs> That's usually what it was. So it's like, so when you I mean, you're, first of all, me and Sam never gotten an argument like that. But the person would be like, I was hurt, and I wanted to hurt you back. And so <laughs> then my question is, so did I hurt you to the level that you just hurt me? Maybe. Because what they say, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and if they say, yeah, then it's like, all right, then we need to talk about what I did, too. It's like, I need to take a responsibility for what I did in that situation. Because if I literally hurt you that much then dang, like, I have to take responsibility for how much I hurt you and we both had to, you know, get through the hurt that we did to one another. That's fair. So my thing is, if you feel like it's not, like, the person is not worth it, right? Mm -hmm. You don't still think you need to forgive them? I do, but it's less, uh, it's more forgiving to help me at that point. It's not forgiving so that we can move forward. It's forgiving so that I can move forward and get you out of my head, out of my life. Next best friend. <laughs> like, well, I think, well, I think in any situation, mm-hmm. forgiving is a big part of for the person who was hurt. Mm-hmm. So even if you forgive because you want to maintain a relationship, it's still for you too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, it's very hard for me to forgive people who have wounded me because I'm the type of person where... Not that I don't let that many people get close to me. Mm-hmm. So if you're close to me and you have wounded me, it takes a very long time. 
for me to forgive. Mm. It does. Mm. It's not impossible, but it takes a very long time to the point where you probably could think we're cool and mm. we're not. Mm. See, I'm not about to do that. Like, we, you're not going to think we cool. Nope. <laughs> like, for me, that's not part of my forgiveness process, which may be bad. But I mean, not necessarily because, yeah. I mean, me... Because the thing is, I'm not gonna, I don't pretend like everything's okay. Mm-hmm. But I've, in the past, I've been like, okay, I forgive you, and I really forgive you. I don't do that no more. Right. But there's been times I'm like, okay, I forgive you, and I don't. Mm-hmm. And it takes me way longer to actually forgive them. I feel like they're, they're a spouse of where I get an attitude. They're probably like, why is she being like that? And it's really because I'm still mad. Mm. That, uh, you know what? That's so true because I have done that before. I have said, all right, I forgive you, and then still. Bring it up later. Still, I didn't forgive you. Be mad about stuff. Still ask more questions. Right, like I'm still pissed. And so I do think sometimes people forgive people too soon. And so because you I wasn't know, ready. Because now <laughs> I'll be like, you know what? And I've said this to people. I know eventually I'll forgive you, but right now it's a no. Mm. And I think uh, the other person being able to accept that and not what's the word? Not. Think that you're cutting them off, but just know that you're still processing. I'm still working on it. Right. Because if I'm cutting you off, you'll know. Mm. So, for me, mm-hmm. if Sinead's cutting you off, oh, you'll know. Right. I've done it before. People know. Mm-hmm. But I don't do that. Oh, I forgive you and I don't. It'll be a, um, I acknowledge you apologize and I appreciate you apologizing, mm-hmm. but I can't sit here and forgive you right now. I need a minute. And mm-hmm. I'll say to people, I know that one day I will, right. but I can't give you that right now. I think I'm still in that the process. <laughs> I think I'm still at the person where it's like I'm gonna tell you I forgive you now, and I'm still processing because, I and I think it's self less of me. But what's the way the way I'm thinking of? It's like I'm, and this is not how it should work. But I'm trying to make the other person feel better. Where if you did something wrong to me, I shouldn't be trying to make you feel better at all. But for me, it's like, I'm going to say I'm forgive you because I do, if I do still want you in my life. And then I may still be processing it after. And so I know that's a backwards way to do it. Yeah. But that's the typical way that I've done it. And so the reason I say, and I say it is backwards because when you tell someone you've forgiven them, on the other side, they're done. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when bursts of anger or sass come on, they're like, what is, what is wrong with you mm-hmm. or whatever? And then it comes in, it's like, what? You said you forget. And you know what I mean? So it's like, for me, so that we keep it at 100. Mm-hmm. No, I cannot forgive you right now. Will I one day? Absolutely. Do I want to one day? Absolutely. But can I in this moment? No, I cannot. I need a little more time. So for you, is forgetting a part of forgiving? To an certain extent, because when people are like, I will forgive, but I never forget, you're not really forgiving. I agree. Because <laughs> you're being spiteful to No, me. but because memory is memory, right? Mm-hmm. So you remember good things and bad. Mm-hmm. But when you say, I'll never forget, you got like a call log of people's dirt. And yeah. that was me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm and i doing my best now to even get rid of it. I used to tell people, I have files. Cab- um, you did. I had file cabinets. <laughs> and people have folders. Yeah. And the list, I could go in the category. File. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. Right. Boom. Got it. Okay. And sophomore year of college, she said, <laughs> like, I I. Filed right. that stuff, right. and it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm still shedding files, mm-hmm. but that was me forgiving but not forgetting. Right. Because the thing is, if I got triggered, 
It was like, I never forgave you because I was so upset, so irritated. Right. And it pissed me off. Right. So it's like, first of all, let's be clear. You never forget when someone hurts you. But yeah. you can't put the emphasis on, but I've never, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, if you're willing to forgive someone and still want them in their life, you have to let it go fully. Mm. With yeah. acknowledging the fact that it could potentially happen again. Mm-hmm. Cause that's always true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the same part of forgiveness is what I was, what was discussed in church was the other person's part of it. Mm-hmm. So when you're asking for forgiveness, the changes you need to make mm-hmm. to build trust, to build acceptance to between that. each other so that you can move forward because you can't be like, I'm sorry. And then it's like, Oh, I'm sorry I dropped pizza on your rug. <laughs> and then keep eating pizza on the rug. You can't keep because then it's and then it's like, well, I said I was sorry for the first time you had pizza on the rug. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a dumb example. Yeah. But I think forgiveness takes two people being open mm-hmm. and willing to acknowledge and willing to alter behavior mm-hmm. when necessary so that it doesn't happen again. So for you, is rebuilding trust a part of your forgiveness process, or does it? Is it something that comes after you say I forgive you, then you rebuild trust? Um, for I have to just forgive you, mm-hmm. period. Because mm-hmm. I'm a big person of I have to forgive you for me, and I think I have to forgive myself. I'm very hard on myself. Same. So yeah. in situations that happen. The one thing I'm pissed at you, but you know who I'm pissed at more? Myself. For allowing myself to be in this situation to even get hurt. Same. For allowing my blinders to be on Mm -hmm. and not see that this could have come. Yeah. So I have to forgive myself Mm -hmm. and you so that I ain't carrying this around with me. Mm -hmm. Because that's just it. You do forgive more. To me, you forgive more for you than them because you're carrying this crap around carrying it in new friendships, relationships, job, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to get the chips off your shoulder. Right. But for me, the biggest part of where I struggle is forgiving myself. Because yeah, I'm same. someone that's like, how did you even let... Like, how did this even like happen? Like, you should have seen this right. coming. So you should have been able to tell. Think, or that she would even pull that out and say that. Yeah. Like, for me, it's like, how did you not even know that? Yeah. And so I'm very hard on myself. Same. I have to forgive, period. Mm-hmm. Now, forgiveness and building trust to me are two different things. I'll okay. tell you that right now. So, it comes after the forgiveness process. Yeah, I'm going to forgive yeah. you. And then, after I forgive you, um, and I still want to work on the relationship, like, I still want to be your friend, I still want to be your lady, mm-hmm. then, you know, we, that's when, to me, it becomes a two-person thing. And at church, he explained it as one thing. That's just the whole journey of forgiveness, mm-hmm. rebuilding trust. But yeah. for me... I put them in two different pots. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I put it, I'm just going to forgive you because I have to, because I can't hold this on. As for the second part, maybe forgiveness part two, mm-hmm. rebuilding a relationship, that takes two people. Because right. my thing is, I can forgive you and cut you off. Yeah. You're right. So I can forgive you, and then if you're not willing to work with me to get back to where we were, or to not, you don't even get back to where you were, to get to a better place. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's a two person thing. Yeah. So if I don't see that action from the second person, and I'm here and I'm trying, mm-hmm. then it's I forgive you, but I can't have you in my life. Mm-hmm. And I can love you for a distance, love you from a distance, care for you from a distance, don't mean no harm. Mm-hmm. I hope you do well. I hope you get that job. I hope you, you know, get that dog. But you're not in my life anymore. And I've done that multiple times and I will continue to do so. And so I think 
when I like say I forgive you, that's my way of saying, okay, I acknowledge what you did and I want us to work on moving past it. And I think that the reason why my forgiveness process is slightly different is because forgiveness and rebuilding trust happen at the same time for me. So it's like me saying I forgive you, it's like, all right, I know what you did was wrong and I'm willing to move past it with you. And so that's what happens when I say I forgive you. And so after it is the process of, for me, and like I said, this may not be the right way to do it, but for after that is the process of forgiveness and that contains rebuilding trust. And I want people to realize it's not just on the person that was hurt. Rebuilding trust is also on the person that hurt you. They also have to do some changes in themselves to make sure that you know they won't do it again, to make sure that they don't fall into whatever situation that they did again that they make sure that if it was something like a low blow that they make sure that they don't ever get to the place where they need to bring that up again and it's on me to it's like it's a two-part relationship it's not just oh I need to get over it no it's a two-part I need to be able to deal with it but you also have to make sure that I can deal with it and that you're not going to do it again I mean, let's be real. An apology is an action. Mm-hmm. You think, have to prove. Don't say sorry if you're not going to keep doing it. Yeah. You know, sorry. An apology, a real apology is, you know, words followed by action. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, like, if I cheated. I'm sorry I cheated on you. Mm-hmm. I won't do it again. Right. And then and show me. do it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sorry. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, I... If I get that angry again, I'm going to remove myself from the situation so I don't hit low blows. And if we get into a situation, I say, you know what? I'm getting to a place where I got to remove myself so right. I do not go low. Yeah. That is the action. And I think at that point when you actually see that happen, it's like, okay, we definitely have moved past it because they're showing me that they are rem- the- anytime that they're in the situation where they could hurt me again like they did the last time, they're removing themselves from the situation. They're doing everything to make sure that they're not putting themselves in that situation again. So I do think that's part of the forgiveness process for the person that hurt, you know, me. Um, and that I think people also need to realize, like, if you messed up, no, saying sorry does not end the process for you. Because you have to do so much more to prove that I'm sorry and I'm not going to do it again. I'm sorry and I do want to be your best friend or I do want to be in a relationship with you. I'm sorry. And I acknowledge that what I did was wrong. And so I think a lot of times people don't, people are so like, well, yeah, I messed up, but you need to get over it. No, 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 no. That's you not how fix it, it. Right. And fixing it isn't just saying you're sorry, saying you apologize. Right. I know when, once again, one of the reasons why it take me so long is because for me to be like serious, I'm a sensitive individual, mm-hmm. right? The Pisces in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I let you get close enough to me where you can wound me like that, part of it is you know that would hurt me. Why would you do that? Right. So that's why I, I internalize and I'm like, and then I get on myself. Mm-hmm. You, they notice. Then it's like, how'd you let this person in your circle? Right. Right. That type of thing. Yeah. So I'm working on it. I've gotten better. Yeah. But I think the last thing is like, um, for me, because I know that with forgiveness and you have to really, I'm not going to say forget because you won't ever really forget, but yeah. you have to forget yeah. because forget 
is just dot 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 grudge holding. Yeah. And that's all it really is. Yeah. And it's like dot 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 bitter. <laughs> and you know yeah. what I mean? Been there, done that, mm-hmm. got the t shirt, returned it. <laughs> because it was like I'll forgive people but like you can get triggered and you're pissy. Mm-hmm. They say something and it and just, just- Flashback the wrong way. Yep. And I'm back in my file cabinet. I mean, <laughs> certain people who are still in my lives <laughs> had their own file, file cabinet. cabinet at a certain point. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So right. I just had. You know what I mean? It was like, one of them I deep drawer file cabinets. Okay. If you ever, if this is one episode of SpongeBob. Where, yes. Where, oh my god. Where they were like burning. That is like it me a whole office in my brain. I'm like, hello, Shanae's brain. <laughs> Left side, right side. Like, I mean, and it's not healthy, mm-hmm. but I mean, the reason I brought up this topic is because, like, church is really hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Just about the importance of not letting these chips on your shoulder and how important it is to forgive others and have empathy and show kindness. And I think sometimes when people hurt you, um, whether it's intentional, or unintentional, a lot of times it's more a reflection of them mm, and it's than on it is of you. you. Mm. And so that's one of the biggest things I've learned yeah. at work, at home. People say stuff and it's like, wow. And then it's like, it's not even about me. I'm an easy person to put it on. Right. And that even checks me when I'm feeling some type of way. It's like, well, it's me and they triggered something in me that mm. I was already feeling. Yeah. Or something I was rejecting. Right. Or some insecurity that I haven't overcome yet. Mm. And so now I'm pissy and I'm going to say this or I'm going to do this. Because mm-hmm. like even with ch- cheating, I think cheating is a part of feeding a, a need and insecurity. You know yep, what I mean? it like, is. That's what all that is. And sometimes I think with anger, a lot of times it's you reacting mm-hmm. because that triggered something that happened to you fifth grade. That you haven't dealt with. And that, you know what I mean? Like yep. a lot of it is projecting. Yeah. And so I think a big thing with forgiveness, even before you get to the, cause at, at the end of the day, we're going to have our moments. We'll mm-hmm. have our moments where I'm going to project. Yeah. Everybody's human. We, Everybody we all like, so yeah. like you're going to hurt feelings and people going to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the more you're aware, the more you can be mindful. Cause there are times now where like, I have literally been like, I know what's going on right now, and mm-hmm. she ain't engaging. You're right. having a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Got it. We can talk about it. But you're not going to get a reaction out of me because this is your issue. Right. Doesn't mean you can't be helpful with their issue. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think sometimes, you know, you people's issues come become yours. And it's like, oh, wait yeah. a minute. This ain't even my problem. <laughs> right. I, I'm not even like... I didn't do nothing wrong. This not my issue. This is for something for them to solve. But because it affects you, you feel like it's your problem now when it's really not. Because I know for me, whether or not I hurt someone else or they hurt me, I always internalize. It always takes me longer to forgive myself than to forgive anyone else. Same. Regardless of if I was in the right or wrong. And so it's like... I. I have to always kind of, well, I'm still in the journey of realizing that when people do things, it's not always because of you. Most of the time, it's because of them. And it's like, it's hard to realize that when you're the one that got hurt in the process. Absolutely. And also, my last tip, then I'm done. (laughs) Um, I did this book review. It's Mm -hmm. online, receiving a great book. I'm almost at the end. Like, it's just like extra work. If you get the book with like the, um, exercises and stuff so I'm like working my way through that type of stuff mm-hmm. but 
a part of forgiveness and forgiving yourself mm-hmm. is allowing yourself to be in the same situation and choose a different path. Yes. So I think sometimes when we're hurt and we forgive someone and then we shut down and we're like, we're not doing that again. So like you hurt in a relationship. I'm not dating. Well, da, da. Yep. The, wound, yep. the wound never gets filled right. because we never try again. So uh, the last step of forgiveness, I think, when it comes to yourself mm-hmm. is really... Putting yourself in that situation again mm-hmm. and testing your level of growth. Yeah. So if you were hurt in another relationship, the way to 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 start to feel that wound when you're ready is to take on the challenge and get into another relationship. Right. Or if you hurt someone, put yourself in the situation. Well, not necessarily put yourself, but next time you're in that situation to do something where you could have hurt them again. So you That's do what I'm a different you action. You have to do it again. So yeah. part of like I think forgiveness and rebuilding mm-hmm. with yourself and your partner, your friend, your friend, yeah. or or a new person, so mm-hmm. that the baggage doesn't come out. You have to do it again and choose something different. We're yeah. so hardwired. Yeah. yeah. Right. Your yeah. reactions. Yeah. Are so like this is how you kind of train to react. Yeah. So a part of that, and I think even being better with forgiveness, is deciding. That I'm going to do this differently. And it takes a lot of time and effort. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that's a part of it as well. And that's I, all I, got. I also think that's a part of the rebuilding trust process. Because if you see someone in the situation again where they hurt you the first time. And you see that they did something different. Then I feel like, for me anyways, at that point, it's like, all right, cool, we good. Because I can, it's like, I actually see their words coming to fruition. I see that they're not going to hurt me again like they did before. And it's like, all right, now I can completely be at ease with them saying they're sorry and them saying they're not going to do it again because I actually see that they're not going to do it again. So, guys, we hope that you learned a little bit about forgiveness. You can share with us how you, you know, handle forgiveness, how you forgive people. If your process is a little bit different, um, you know, let us know. Comment on the episode. Um, Let us know. If you have any comments on our way of forgiveness in our process. Um, so as always, you know, we have blog posts throughout the week. We post questions on um, Instagram at Good Girls Behaving Badly. Let us we'll answer our questions. We read them on the show. If you want us to be anonymous, email us on Gmail, you know, regular things. Um, and so as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Good night.